Hey everyone, I'm Rachel. And I'm Sarah. And we're sisters who just so happen to be best friends. We're here to unpack all of the unexpected moments that come with early adulthood and hope to uncover a more meaningful life, one conversation and cup of coffee at a time. This This is Mocha's Mocha's in the Meantime. Hello everybody and welcome to our third episode of Mocha's in the Meantime. My name's Rachel. I'm Sarah. And we are really excited for not only this episode, but for today's plans. Just for no reason at all, we decided to have an appetizer party. It's going to be a feast. By party, I mean my mom, my dad, and Sarah and I. (laughs) And we have a lot of things cooking, metaphorically and literally. (laughs) I'm planning to make soft pretzels for the first time. The dough is all ready to go. We just got to compress it into pretzel shape and then boil and bake. Yeah, and I'm making some beer cheese sauce to dip. Ugh. Um, we have a lot of fun dishes, and I just wanted to share it with you all because we're really excited. <laughs> yeah, and I think we've also just been up to some fun exploration this week. Like yesterday, we got to go on a nice walk in the state park near our house, and mm-hmm. a couple of days prior, we went to a sunflower field. So that was we're really amazing. just trying to live it up and have fun. And I think this podcast episode is a great way to highlight that because we're going to be talking about our relationship as sisters, specifically um, from our point of view, but then also on a broader lens, just talking about how sister relationships can change and um, grow for the better over time, and especially in young adulthood, since that's kind of the area of life that we like to discuss. And not even just sisters, but siblings in general, we wanted to kind of talk about how being a big sister or big sibling versus a younger sibling really impacts our relationship and how it's changed over the years and just kind of diving into our sisterhood, which is kind of a big part of our podcast, you know? So before we get things started, what are you drinking, Sarah? I'm just sipping on some coffee with cream. I'm almost done with it. And then I also have some water I'll probably be switching over to as we proceed. What about you? I am currently finishing my Starbucks iced coffee with a splash of milk and light (laughs) ice, of course, because I don't like too much ice because it gets watery. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And then I also am switching to water to stay hydrated after that caffeine. Just to get things started, I wanted to highlight how much our sisterhood and relationship has meant to me, especially upon reflection in recent days. Just because, like, we have each other as confidants and as supporters, and I think going through a difficult time like the pandemic has especially highlighted that Mm -hmm. um, and just gotten me thinking about how strong our bond is. Um, And I was curious to know whether other sibling pairs felt this way, and we did delve into the research a little bit. But before we do that, we wanted to kind of get into our own um, relationship. So I think in general, me and Sarah's relationship has always been pretty good. Even as kids, we fought a lot, but I think that we always maintained this closeness throughout. And I think it's really changed and morphed into what it is today for the better in early Mm -hmm. adulthood specifically. And overall, I love having a sibling because they're kind of like a built-in friend and in our case, pretty much best friend. Yeah, And, like, they're the only people ever that will fully understand your family. Yeah. If that makes sense. And, like, your past and how you were growing up. Yeah. Like, you're the only one who fully gets 
mom and dad and stuff like that, which I think is really interesting. Yeah, and, like, who has these memories that you have from, like, decade ago or so. Like, Mm -hmm. there's certain things that at least in our relationship, I've kind of forgotten, and then Rachel will fill in the blanks, and then vice versa, which is also kind of cool. I think something I really appreciated throughout our childhood, and even now, is that they're kind of, like, your go-to for everything, especially, like, at family events, like, weddings or bar mitzvahs. It's really nice to have somebody to lean on and kind of just, like, converse with if you're the only kids or adolescents there, whereas if you were an only child, you wouldn't have that. So mm-hmm. I, I think that's another thing that I've really realized is special to have. Yeah, I took it for granted. And now when I think about it, I'm like, oh my god. Like, what would I have done? <laughs> Honestly. So I think, just to give some background, our relationship when we were younger was very much the stereotypical big little sister dynamic, I think. Yeah. Like, I, as the older sibling, I'm only two years uh, not even like one and one ten months and, like, nine months or ten months um i as the older sibling was more of that like take charge responsible role model type who always was like on top of things and making sure that we were following the rules um and i could be quite bossy i there's a specific video that i think exemplifies from the start <laughs> that i was bossy it was this video of me and rage in a crib so we were oh, really really this. little mm-hmm. and rachel and i were dancing for the camera and i wanted to be in charge and like lead the event and then rachel kind of slipped in and was like trying to be part of it and then i said no rachel and like that's like that's honestly like an inside joke with my family too like, like those no, like, no rachel <laughs> but i feel like from then like i wanted to be the star and in charge and then our whole childhood that kind of manifested for the better and for the worse yeah <laughs> like, i agree i think i also really fit that younger sister mold with sarah i was always finding ways to annoy her and kind of was that pest-like demeanor <laughs> I just love the word pest. I think that's so funny. Mona and Beezus. But like I was kind of that classic kind of like always trying to annoy Sarah or hang out with her friends and kind of get in with the older girls, but you would kind of shut it down. Mm-hmm. And I think in general, I was always more of a procrastinator. I was less organized. I had a messy room where Sarah was more clean. I was definitely more like head in the clouds I guess or like a little more rebellious like you kind of yeah. wanted to rebel against mom and dad whereas I, I was, was like stubborn follow the rules and you know do the right thing all the time yeah. I was more of a stubborn kid overall and more I guess argumentative with our parents mm-hmm. not really to other people like in like as a kid like with like friends or with at school but more so in the house in the family unit definitely more stubborn and like rebellious i guess it just reminds me of ramona and Beezus. yeah i don't know if any of you have read those books but it's about this older sibling younger Mm -hmm. sibling duo where the younger sibling is kind of more stubborn and like trying to find herself and the older sibling has already got it all figured out or something it seems but not really though but then she (laughs) hasn't really gotten it all figured out and you just Mm -hmm. kind of I think we reflect those characters a lot when I yeah. look back in history, our history. Yeah, I loved those books as a kid. Yeah, so I think that book really exemplified that sibling dynamic, and we really fit that as well. Like, we had each other's backs, and we had mm-hmm. a lot of inside jokes and, like, a similar sense of humor. That was something that, from the beginning, was a part of our relationship, but then there were times where I would just want to be alone, and I felt like Rachel didn't get that. As time has gone on, our relationship has become more and more about like 
accepting each other. I think mm-hmm. in, the, in the past, I used to want Rachel to, like, act like me. Mm. Like, I wanted you to be more mature and, like, I don't know, like, maybe a little quieter or something. Like, I feel like I was just so uptight when I was younger. Similarly, I wanted you to kind of just chill out and be more fun Mm -hmm. because you kind of would get very antsy about things. And (laughs) it's just funny, like, looking back because I think even though we loosely fit the roles that we used to as kids, there is definitely a shift. I think what we characterized our shift is that I matured and you calmed down. Like, really chilled out. (laughs) I feel very different than I felt throughout high school, like, from elementary to high school. I think going to college was a big turning point, um, which we'll talk about more as we go on, but I think that was a huge moment where our relationship grew stronger and less argumentative. Definitely. Or, like, we would have arguments, and we still do, obviously, today, but they dissolve after a minute. They're more like little (laughs) tiffs that last, like, literally we'll fight, and then, like, literally a a minute later, one of us will be like, sorry, and then we'll just kind of laugh. Yeah, like, we just don't really hold grudges anymore, which is refreshing compared to the past where I think we used to get mad and it would last for, like, the day. Mm -hmm. We knew how to push each other's buttons perfectly as kids. Like, the way that our fights usually worked (laughs) was that I would purposely annoy you and you would, like, either you would usually laugh at me the more angry I got and kind of make fun of me getting mad which made me snap at you like you knew how to build up my anger and I knew how to annoy you and annoy you and annoy you I have these (laughs) memories of you specifically doing things that were like I think acting out in rebuttal to me like not including you (laughs) like I remember one time Me and my friend were filming something and Rachel wanted to be in it and I said she couldn't. And she probably asked a million times and I kept saying no. And then in response, her and a friend literally picketed our movie that we were making. <laughs> I forgot Rachel about that. made a picket sign and picketed like you went on strike. <laughs> what did the sign even say? Like I don't know. It means like so you we deserve to be in the movie or something. <laughs> so like, A, you ruined my movie because you were like chanting in the background. Oh, yeah. Wow. And second of all, like you were, you were like, I don't know, like going against my wishes of being in the room. But it makes, wow, this makes me sound really mean as a kid. But I remember another thing is... I would get so mad and I would chase you around the house and you would just laugh at me while you were I was chasing you. But then if I if I got you riled up enough, I remember you would get mad back. Mm-hmm. And that's when sometimes we would like hit each other or yeah, you would sometimes kick and like chase me by kicking and I would run away because your legs were so long. I have big powerful legs. <laughs> yeah, always have, always will. Yeah. Honestly our fights looking back were pretty harmless. They were more kind of funny looking back. I just yeah, I think that they were all within normal limits. It wasn't yeah. like you had done something that deeply offended me. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it was all innocent on both sides. Like, we we always had good intentions in the yeah, end. Yeah, but... we never, like, really hated each other. And Like, some siblings actually were like, I hated my sibling growing Yeah, up. and, like, we were never super, super, like, insulting to one another. Like, we'd call each other mean things, but it wasn't, like, really menacing, mm-hmm. which I think does kind of makes sense with our relationship today like we were never really like pitted against each other yeah i don't point. think there's a lot of deep-rooted 
divide where I know I'm really lucky because I know a lot of siblings have maybe some unresolved like trauma honestly yeah, from each or other or conflict that's never really gone away yeah so we're very lucky that we don't um but nonetheless we kind of have had our ups and downs I guess over the years yeah I guess we kind of wanted to dissect like what some of the pros and cons are about being an older sibling versus a younger sibling um and kind of how that may have shaped who we are as young adults Unfortunately, we can't speak to like middle child mm-hmm. dynamics just because there's only two of us. But yeah. I can imagine that's a whole other ball game. Yeah, but, definitely. But I think for me, being the older sibling has usually felt like a positive thing. Like I really liked being more of the role model for Rach, like growing up, um, and. I don't know, kind of getting to be the first one to try new things and like start fresh. Like going to college, for example, I was the first one to go away. um, And I could kind of reflect on what I went through with Rach when she was going through her step to college. So and I, I liked being that figure and I still like being that figure at times. There are some cons, I think, to being older. Um... At least in my family, it felt like there was this pressure for me to be the responsible one, even if it wasn't explicitly stated. Like, Mm -hmm. I kind of was expected to be responsible or, like, clean up after us or make Mm -hmm. sure that we didn't get into trouble as a duo. But, like, stress was put on me. I think not on purpose, but it just kind of would fall on me because I was the more responsible older kid. Or you put it on yourself almost. I did kind of put it on myself because I felt, like, responsible because I was the one who knew better or something because I was older. Mm. Which in some ways does prepare you for later in life to have that role and just a stupid little thing but having to wait for things like I had to wait until I was 13 years old to watch PG-13 and Rach (laughs) got to watch it like right when I turned 13 or probably probably even earlier like 10 I mean I technically watched some PG-13 at friends houses before I was 13 yeah but it was more chill with me for sure (laughs) yeah or like I don't know. Like, I'm trying to think of other examples. One example is I got a trainer bra earlier than you. Oh, my God. I was so upset <laughs> about you, that. I just remember you were so mad that I got a bra before you did. Yeah, those are, like, the main things I can think about. But I think in either role, you could have a positive or negative outlook. It's just about how you look at it. Mm-hmm. But I'd be curious to hear what you think, though, about younger sibling pros and cons. So some of my pros kind of go with your pro about... Um, on the other side of it, you said you, one pro is that you kind of experience things first, whereas for me, it was kind of a pro that you had that experience, so I had more insight going into new experiences, and it kind of relieved a lot of stress about it, um, especially like even starting high school, I remember I was so nervous, but since you had already done it, I, even though I was still really nervous, I still had that reassurance from you being like, it's not that bad Mm -hmm. or not that scary. And you could show me around the high school and even the middle school. I remember you would take me around when it was like walk your schedule day. Oh yeah. I remember that. Yeah. And even though we went to pretty different colleges, I still had some insight and just some things to look out for while entering freshman year, which was really helpful as well. Yeah, like helping with the college search. I think it can be daunting. Mm -hmm. And I think, again, (laughs) I was able to kind of get away with more growing up in the sense of, I mean, (laughs) honestly, I always thought that I got away with less in some ways, like, because I was kind of pinned as the more messy one but that being said I kind of was able to be more messy even if I was nagged for it like it was 
less of an expectation that I was super on top of everything, if Mm -hmm. that makes sense. Um, And I think in general, I, again, had some experiences a little bit earlier that I was excited for. Like, I think I got a phone earlier than you did and Hmm. got to see PG-13 and certain things like that, but... (laughs) That, like, aren't important now. They're silly things, but as a kid, I was like, yes. (laughs) Yeah, like, I felt jealous. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think some of the cons of being a younger sibling is that sometimes it's easy to feel like you're living in the shadow of an older sibling because they're more accomplished or... You know, you already have a reputation going into new experiences. If you're going into high school and I had the same teacher as Sarah, they would already kind of be like, oh, this is an expectation kind of of what you'll be like because you're related to Sarah. Mm. You know, you were always really smart and teachers liked you. And I think I kind of was similar, like did well in school and everything. But I always in the back of my mind was like comparing myself at times or thinking of like am I measuring up um really a little bit I mean not in a really extreme way because I do think I did pretty well on my own in school but Mm -hmm. I think I always wondered if certain teachers liked you more that you had or that kind of thing um and I think yeah in general just wondering if I'm kind of measuring up overall I'm pretty happy to be a younger sibling because I really enjoyed having kind of that role model and I know you really enjoyed having being a role model I guess mm-hmm. yeah I think we fit into our roles well and then today they I think we're more like I think we seem more like we're just the same age nowadays yeah but there are moments where like those perspectives are brought back in yeah where like I feel like more of the mentor figure to you mm-hmm. but then I think again that's been flipped upside down because I think yeah. there's things that now you've experienced that I haven't or like we view each other now as just an equal. Mm -hmm. Even though you might have some like very stereotypical roles from childhood, I think once you do, you know, turn 18 or get into your 20s, you are an adult. So you Mm -hmm. really do learn some skills that you might have been lacking because of your order as siblings and Mm -hmm. um, things like that. I mean, some people think of me as, like, the mom in a friend group, too, which I think is more of an older sibling vibe. That is. But I also kind of have that role with some friends, which is interesting, so. I think, like, when you grow more independent and you're outside of the household that has been the dynamic you've lived in your whole life, you begin to see other parts of yourselves that don't necessarily fit in the role you might have had at home. Like, I think that's why I was able to calm down because I used to feel very, like, uptight and stressed all the time. And, like, you know, I think that then played into why me and Rachel had some disagreements growing up because it was, like, a lot of my own barriers. And then once I was alone and I had to figure things out on my my own, I didn't feel like I was responsible for other people anymore besides myself. I felt a lot more, like, at peace and able to, like, I don't know, like discover who I was a little bit more. And I think in turn that allowed me to calm down. And like once I got past some of the big stressful transitions, like starting college where I was more comfortable and met a lot of people, it was then like, okay, like with Rach, we were able to just focus on the positives rather than like these barriers of like tensions in the past. Because that was just over, I think, at that point. I think similarly, like my, I matured a lot going to college and stuff because I was fully on my own, so I had to kind of step up to the plate and be more responsible and Mm. more on top of everything and 
you know, be cleaner and stuff because I had roommates (laughs) and things like that. So I think we both leaving the nest, I guess, helped to even out our relationship a bit. So we found this really helpful article that honestly really spoke to us and really related to this podcast, which is about kind of navigating that early adulthood time. And the article was called Life Transitions and Sibling Relationships During Early Adulthood um, from Ohio State University. And it was an article that really discussed how those sibling relationships change and develop during that transformative 18 to 25 years of that early adulthood time. In general, something that really resonated with us and I think we've already kind of touched upon it is kind of recentering relationships as we grow older. And that really does include sibling relationships. And they talked a lot about in the article how certain life transitions during this time, such as going to college, establishing a career, um, you know, kind of developing into your own identity can really improve sibling relationships. Mm-hmm. And Something that I really identified with with us is that, like, as you're in this 18 to 25 time, you go through a lot of, like, personal growth and, like, new experiences. So they've Mm -hmm. specifically mentioned, like, you establish more independence, like, personal responsibility. You might um, be, like, reaching financial independence or starting romantic relationships for the first time. They even did mention going into a career and, like, Mm -hmm. how you have all these things Um, And you're often, you know, moving out or going to college or whatever. And simultaneously, you're kind of realizing that your sibling is that, like, I think Rach mentioned at the beginning, that support system, that that instant friend or, like, person you have in your life that you can depend on. And if you do make the effort to keep them in your life, especially in this time, it can be really beneficial. They Mm -hmm. were mentioning how a lot of people you were maybe less argumentative in this time, but you could drift apart as siblings because you have your own life. Maybe you have kids. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were saying that often in like later middle age time or like, especially when you're older, like 70 and above, I think um, that's when a lot of people kind of really get close again. Cause you realize that they're the person who's going to be there for you and you can depend on them. Mm-hmm. So I think it was special for us to read that and be like, wow, we're like, feeling so close now as young people and like making the effort um and so it's only gonna get better from here I feel like like it's just gonna continue to strengthen Mm -hmm. yeah so one quote that we wanted to pull um is kind of relating to siblings being either in sync or out of sync and it says that siblings close in age may experience transitions at about the same time thus producing positive connections around shared life experiences or continuing negative comparison rooted in childhood rivalries. So I think this was interesting to see how, even though most of the research um, says that it's more positive during this time and moving forward, but I think if you aren't able to kind of recognize some of the unresolved conflict, there might be even more that develops overall. And so I think that being said, we wanted to talk a little bit about how we've really strengthened our relationship and how we've kind of gotten over some of the ups and downs that we used to have. Um, Again, we didn't have really extreme issues, but I think there are some ways that we really bonded closer. So we wanted to share that in the hopes that if anyone is struggling to build a closer relationship with their siblings, maybe some of these tools could be helpful. I think going to separate colleges was really helpful for me and Sarah because for the first time I wasn't known as Sarah's sister 
and I felt like I could fully kind of establish my own thing without having any knowledge about who I might be. And that was really helpful because I think that really diminished some of the jealousy that I might have had growing up or more of the comparison or kind of looking at you in a competitive lens or trying to measure up to you. And so it was really nice to kind of just establish who I was separate from you. And then, you know, we could come together when we were at home or hanging out. And there wasn't this more like pressure, I guess, that used to maybe be there when we were in the same school and same house and same everything. Mm-hmm. I think that's definitely true. Going away to schools that were different. I went to a small school, you went to a big school you know, we majored in different things. Like we kind of established, again, like the article mentioned, like our own independent paths. So we were Mm -hmm. able to just appreciate each other more as like other adults that we could chat with and relate to, but also with our own unique avenue of where we were heading. Mm -hmm. Um, Another big one is, I think with any relationship, this could be true, but specifically for us, like valuing the other person more deeply I think being away, we were kind of reminded of, wow, like I had this close person I used to hang out with every night at, you know, like at bedtime, we used to hang out all the time. And like, we still do that today. But Mm -hmm. like going away to school, you don't have that opportunity. And like, you can text, but it's just not the same. And so, and along that line, valuing them with their flaws. Like, I think we used to really focus on the negatives of the other person and like it would just become this consistent like point of arguing like why don't you do this like me or like Mm -hmm. why do you keep saying this when I don't want you to and today it's like of course there's things that get on each other's nerves like things that you do and probably things that I do get on your nerves but it's just like I accept it like I'm like well that's who she is so it's fine like I could get annoyed in the moment but I don't get this deep anger like where mm-hmm. I want to get in a fight about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I guess yeah. it's also just part of maturing. I think but. that really helped us, though, because I think some people might hold on to the flaws of their sibling. I think just accepting people unconditionally, yeah. Um, as long as the flaws aren't deeply hurtful and malicious towards you, obviously, if that's that. the case, you shouldn't just be like, it's fine that you're bullying me or something. But I think just being able to see past the flaws and focus on the good in them and... Um, I think that applies to friendship too, but I think especially siblings because you really see all of them. Mm -hmm. Um, I think some friends, like, you don't really see their flaws as much, or if you do see their flaws, you don't see them all the time, or you might not, you know, see them at the family events, you know, so you don't see every part of them, whereas with siblings, you really see it all, the good, the bad. I think with sisters, you have the opportunity to get into arguments because, you know that the other person will be there. Whereas with friendships, like I've always, even if I've been upset with friends, it's not until recently that I felt more comfortable kind of standing up and actually Mm -hmm. like starting, not a conflict, but more of just a discussion. Yeah. Whereas with you, like I'm not afraid to kind of voice that because it's like, well, we know each other so well. We've lived together our whole lives basically. Mm -hmm. And we, I think that's why families are able to fight because you know they're going to be there. Yeah. One thing that, also helped me is that I realized more of the similarities that we hold. We had different personalities, different interests, but now I've been able to identify what makes us very similar Mm -hmm. more than I ever used to. I think because we like 
talk more openly now than we ever have. And, like, we're both really introspective people, which, like, has really come to light. Whereas when we were younger, I think it was harder to communicate that to each other because maybe we were just not able to get there yet. Yeah. Um, But I think that's another thing that brought us closer. Like, I was like, wow, we are really similar people in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you felt like that, too. Yeah, I think finding the similarities in your siblings or, again, like we were saying earlier, connecting with them over shared experiences or Mm -hmm. family dynamics or memories, I think, is a really great way to kind of build that connection closer Mm -hmm. and seeing, like, the good that you've shared together. And, yeah, I think we have really gotten more close to each other and just more comfortable sharing our deeper opinions the main point of including that article was just to like really highlight that being independent and going through these big transitions of early adulthood which is like again what we like to talk about on this podcast can really be key players in strengthening and Mm -hmm. um, like progressing sibling relationships too so we hope that was interesting I'm just so interested in the way that siblings affect you and the way that your dynamics as a big or little or middle only child can affect who you are now and how those roles can shift and I don't know. I'm just kind of a psychology geek, so I'm just very interested in this episode in general. Yeah, and like Um, just the unique role that a sibling plays in your life. They're like a friend and confidant, but then they have, again, like that history that you share. Yeah. Um, So I'm excited to see where our relationship goes as we get older. Definitely. And I think just the major takeaway with this um, is that siblings are really valuable and important resources when going through these new times and finding yourself. Um, I think having that person is so pivotal and Mm -hmm. if you don't have a sibling even just finding people in relationships that feel like sisters or brothers or you know what I mean like chosen family yeah Yeah. I think that's equally as valuable Mm -hmm. um but we are speaking more from having siblings but I think you could definitely find this within other people as well definitely um and if your sibling does you know, is a terrible person or something. <laughs> like Yeah, or like if you just don't like maybe you have a big age gap. I think that's a barrier that I will never be able to fully mm-hmm. understand with a sibling. But I know people who have like six or seven siblings and it's really hard to actually connect fully with all of yeah. them. Or especially if there is that age gap. Mm-hmm. It can be hard to find what we've found. Um so a friend or someone maybe more in your life stage could yeah. be more of that sister or brother role for you or even like a cousin i know a lot of people that their cousin is basically their sister or brother Mm -hmm. because they're very close in age and were together a ton in childhood so i think that could lend itself to be kind of that dynamic of that family that's so close and connected yeah overall i'm very grateful for sarah because she's definitely made this navigating adulthood easier and Mm. just our childhood to be more fun and flavorful I guess (laughs) zesty I don't know (laughs) yeah like I think we just want everybody to take away that idea that whoever it is like sister brother cousin friend anybody like it's just important to value the people that are closest to you and that will support you no matter what because that is what life is about I think Mm -hmm. um and going through young adulthood is difficult and there are lots of big transitions and having those people surrounding you will make it better in my opinion um we also wanted to just provide some encouragement for people who might feel like 
you know, when you were young, if you weren't close to siblings, like there is time to grow and develop that bond too. I think Mm -hmm. we're a good example of that. Um, And that even later in life too, there's always room to grow and change and um, develop new, you know, sides of a relationship that you might not have known were there. Mm -hmm. But I totally agree. (laughs) Yeah. So we just wanted to thank you all for tuning into this episode about siblings. Um, Rach and I really enjoyed doing the research for this and comparing, contrasting what they talked about in the article to what we've experienced in childhood and today. Um, We hope you were able to take something out of this and learn a little bit more about what a sibling relationship could be like. Before we sign off here, in the meantime... We want to encourage everyone to reach out to that person, whoever it is, your sibling, cousin, you know, chosen family, whoever it is, and just like let them know that you care about them, you know, catch up. Sometimes in times like these, it's difficult to really be on top of that and stay in touch. Um, But we just think it's a great thing to do. And we also want to encourage you to follow us on social media. Um, We're on Instagram at Mocha's in the Meantime podcast. Send us an email at Mocha's in the Meantime podcast at gmail.com. If you have any ideas for things we could talk about or any comments, questions, inquiries just about the podcast itself or about us. And we'd love to welcome your feedback. Um, Yeah, so enjoy the rest of your day and we'll see you next time. Thanks, everybody. Peace. Peace.